0: Hey yo, Aubrey here. Hey guys, I'm Samantha and welcome to the Soul Sisters Rising Podcast for the woman who wants to up-level her life, find her inner goddess, and steer clear
1: of toxic relationships.
0: What's going on with you guys? This is Samantha and Aubrey. We are here with Isabel. Yes, we have a special guest, Isabel, with us today. Isabel is a Feminine Cycle Empowerment Coach, and we are all about this feminine energy, and I am like so flowy in my energy, you guys, and this is just a really good time to talk to you right now, Isabel. (laughs) (laughs) Because I am so excited to talk.
1: (laughs) If you don't know this about me already, I tend to hang out in my feminine energy, so you know. Yes. we all we we are most of the time in our feminine in this section over here. <laughs> <laughs> working on raining it in a little bit. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I know that that was something that I struggled with for a long time was connecting to that feminine energy, and that's part of what inspired me to go into this
0: work. Because I tend little. to hang
1: out in the masculine.
0: <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited to talk about this because a lot of people know that Aubrey and I are kind of like a yin and a yang. We met online, um, and I, like you, spend time in my masculine, and she is in her feminine. It's a good balance. So <laughs> we can just jump right in and talk about that balance between that, and what's your take on that? Yes. Yeah.
1: absolutely. Um to talk about that and thank you so much for having me I'm so That's excited true. to be here um but I think that uh something that I see a lot and I'm a Gemini so I'm like a person of duality already <laughs> hey. um, and something that I see a lot in the um self-help world in the personal development world and in the entrepreneur space is that people are like you have to be one or the other like you have to either be <laughs> this masculine energy and just live there and that's your home. Or you just have to be like this creative flow person. And I don't like that. I don't vibe with that. (laughs) Um, And uh, being a Navy brat, being raised in a military household, I tend to, I just naturally tend towards my masculine energy a bit more. Okay. Um, Yeah. And I think that finding that balance, finding that duality within ourselves is really the key to having balance in the rest of our lives.
0: I felt like the same, like stuck because I wouldn't know, like right now, I'm about three days out. I use my Fitbit tracker. We'll talk about that too, what you use to like track your periods and stuff. Um, but I I started noticing before I would have get my period, it's just like, womp, womp, womp. And like, I'm like fire on lives and I'm recruiting and it's great. And then all of a sudden it's like, death. I do not want to get up and work (laughs) out. Like Everything just stops. But I'm I'm that person who naturally loves productivity. So to slow down for me is really hard and I don't feel productive. So I feel like I'm in a place where I want to love being in my feminine. Once I get there, I'm great. I'm all flowy and I love these vibes. But to get there, that transition is really tough.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think that um, you know you brought up you brought up your feminine cycle, which is what I specialize in—is that hormonal health and just rethinking that of moving through those stages and um, knowing that each stage of your cycle has a purpose. Mm. Um, each stage has an intention. And, you know, there are extremes of that, um, where, you know, we want to, we want to get that a little bit under control, but being okay with that cycling and moving through, um, moving through each of those stages and allowing that to work in our life and to actually work for us, not against us, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) is, is really, really key to, um, amazing productivity.
0: Agree. Yeah.
1: So I have, I want to ask your thoughts on birth control, but I want to give you this little (laughs) bit of uh, info first. So I was on birth control for like four or five years, I think, um, when I was in the military. And then um, when I got separated from my ex-husband, I tried the, the IUD for a year, and then I had to get it removed because it had shifted and it was not in the right spot anymore well then I tried a couple different hormonal birth controls none of them worked so I went cold turkey I had a good cycle until April then I didn't have a cycle for like nine months (laughs) and so um I have been working on re-regulating my cycle um my last cycle was actually finally 30 days but before that um it was about 70 days so oh. um yeah what are your thoughts on birth control I'm curious yeah mm. um because yeah, I no I longer to, sorry I no longer I like have to take any birth control at all whatsoever I like refuse to take it <laughs> and I'm like nope I'm done yeah absolutely and that's a question I get all the time um I'm sure so personally I don't do any kind of hormonal birth control Um, just because from years of experience, like I'm just, I'm not about that. I'm not about to tell anybody I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you get off your birth control. Like stop that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, For sure. But I know from what I've seen in myself, what I've seen in friends and what I've seen in clients. um, I had a woman, I had a client a few months back and she was like, you know, I know you didn't tell me to do this, but I decided that I would take out my IUD and I feel like myself for the first time Um, in years. Um, And I was someone who was on every hormonal treatment in the book. Um, I was, I had a lot of hormonal issues in high school. I was on every hormonal treatment in the book because I had ovarian cysts. I had um, all sorts of, sorts of hormonal issues and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me I was actually told uh when I was about 15 16 years old that I would not be able to have children on my own
0: um, that young yeah wow. yes. oh my
1: gosh I know and then I did get pregnant and have a kid um so <laughs> <there was laughs> that. but um I found that my body was just so much more messed up on all of the hormonal treatments than it was off of them, um, and so I tell people, you know, I, like, I don't hate you if you're on birth control, like, I'm <laughs> not judging you at all, you do you, you do what works for you, yeah. but know that there are other options out there, just be aware that there are other options out there, because a lot of people aren't even on birth control for birth control purposes, um, yes that it that's stabilizes mood
0: and stuff right 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 okay.
1: because there's not a lot of studies there's not a lot of research right. about it being used for other things other than contraception um, but it's being that's why I was prescribed it starting at 13 years old was not for contraceptive purposes excuse me um, but for <laughs> purposes of um, yeah of hormonal treatments and mood stabilizing and Hormone yeah stabilizing yeah so. that's why they had wanted to put me back on birth control um when I wasn't having periods they were like oh you might have hormonal PCOS and I was like it's not happening and I went and seen a naturopath so I started to like work with um different vitamins and giving my body what it needed and that has helped nice. me regulate it a little better um Yeah. So that's kind of my experience. I also feel like a crazy person on birth control. I feel like an emotional basket
0: case, (laughs) like really high highs,
1: really low lows. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, that was the same with me. And I think most females have a horror story with their period or birth control or something about their cycle. And it's a huge topic to discuss. So you being a coach and helping these women go through that time, like having somebody to talk to about it, you know, is is really helpful. I, I have Aubrey and she gets fall. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> You know, no, when I, I start, <laughs> I know it gets really personal. You need, you need that. I assume that's what you do as well. Yeah, that? absolutely. <laughs> you need that in your life. Yeah. And
1: I know for me growing up, like having a period was very always like hush, hush. And you weren't supposed to talk about it. So I love that you're kind of like, hey, I'm a period coach because then it's not like Like, it becomes more normal to talk about because it is normal. Like, any woman should have a period. Like, not having a period is not normal. (laughs) Yeah. 50% of the world's population bleeds.
0: Yeah. And, like, you hear that
1: and you're like, whoa, that's right. Like, that's (laughs) true. But I never thought of that before. Like, literally half of the world's population has a period, yeah, and it's part of being a woman, and yeah. So, like, why are we not talking about it? Why are we not discussing it more?
0: So, yeah, I really think that's amazing. Well, I started, you. I started talking about my period on a live. I don't know where <laughs> it came from, and then afterwards, I'm like having that thought. In my wow, I. I just talked about my period on a live stream. Like that wasn't that bad. I felt okay with it, but it's because of my experience. I've been, you know, diving into more holistic, you know, all natural type of it, you know, of things and, you know, little hippie, little spiritual. So I'm learning and educating myself about, you know, the moon cycle and how we integrate with the moon cycles, our own cycle. So do you do any kind of work related to that? Yeah. Um, so
1: I don't, um, I I love the moon, um, <laughs> and, but um, because I, so I personally find um, in my experience and sometimes in my clients' experience is that there's sometimes a little bit of frustration if it's not exactly lined up with the moon. So I did not focus on that exactly. But I, um, I, I love the moon. Um, I love doing moon rituals. And I find that mm-hmm. even if your cycle doesn't line up exactly with the moon's cycling, um, that's completely normal. Like you will shift. You will shift throughout your life. Like where your period falls throughout the month will – will shift. Um, Yes. And so, you know, you go through periods of your life where you'll be bleeding during a full moon. You'll have periods where you're bleeding during a new moon and times in your life when you're bleeding during um, quarters. Uh, And that's completely normal. And I think that sometimes when people say moon cycle, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm bleeding on a new moon. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay if you bleed on a new moon. Um, <laughs> but I find that it works, um, especially if someone's already on a spiritual journey like you are, and they know some things about about the moon, is that that makes it a little bit easier to um, kind of tap into those stages that I was talking about and each of your superpowers at each of their stages. So ovulation is typically compared to the new moon, because it's a great time to set intentions. It's when you're feeling amazing. It's that time to, you know, start that manifestation process. And the full moon is the other side of that, which is when you bleed. It's the actual menstruation. And that's when things are coming together. That's when it's time to look inward, um, you know, and take a break. Um, and that's when things are things are manifesting for you.
0: That's crazy. If that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> so beautiful. Yes. I know when I think of like the moon cycle, my first thought is actually not aligning with the moon, but just like I've got this visual of like a template of the moon and like of the stages, and then mm. of like days, and then I would like mark my day. And it just dawned on me that I was actually in sync with this past full moon. I think all of my, you know, I mentioned it and all my friends were talking about it and it was a great thing. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't, I wish I had documentation to show, you know, in previous times that maybe I wasn't linked up with, you know, the moon and having a, a regular cycle like that. But the time when I was, I was really up leveling in my life. Like I just got done speaking on stage for the first time, you know, like my business was at an all time high. I was, um, you know, diving into personal development and really feeling good. So it made sense, you know, Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess I was really synced. I guess I really was in tune. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that paying attention to both mm. is really important because I have been for quite some time now on um like a new moon cycle I bleed during the new moon which is not quote unquote normal if you you know sometimes you get into spiritual circles and they're like your period should sync up with the moon and everyone should bleed on the full moon right and that's just like not biologically accurate sorry um and I have found that I've been really had a lot more energy than traditionally I've had on my period and it's, it's because of when I'm falling in the moon cycle, it's because, you know, we, we feed into the energy that the moon gives us as well. Um, yeah. and so being aware of both what's happening internally and what's happening externally is really important. And that's probably a big part of why you were feeling so amazing. And like, everything was lining up Is you were like, yes, I like everything is yes. working out. <laughs> everything's aligned in my favor. So that's really awesome. That's that's beautiful. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, question. You said that you had had issues with hormonal stuff Mm -hmm. and that you wouldn't be able to have children. You now have children. How have you gone from using birth control and hormonal stuff, um, to, Having a kid, not using birth control, and balancing your hormones—if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was I mean, a really long question. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a big question, and that's yeah. you know how I do what I do. <laughs> but uh, if we're being honest, the child was not intentional. Um, I believe that that was that was just a byproduct of all of the things that I was doing, but it was not my intention to get pregnant at that point in my life. Um, mm-hmm but I think that it shows, it shows the work that I was doing, if that makes sense. Um, The fact, I was able to have a child. And so for me, it was, so I was actually talking to my husband about this. Like last week, we were talking about medications and at any given point in time, um, until I was like a freshman in college, I was on at least four different medications at once. I was spending hundreds of dollars a month out of pocket for my prescriptions or my parents oh. were. Um, <laughs> and that was hormonal treatments that, from patches to pills to you name it, yeah. and, as well as prescription painkillers. And, you know, I mean, I'm lucky that I didn't get addicted, but prescription painkillers were part of my journey. Yeah. And um, I, I, injured my back my senior year of high school in a work accident I was a nurse aide and that's when I switched from being on prescription pain medication a few times a week to continuous use um, as prescribed by my doctor and when I got to college I was like I cannot be a functioning college student and be on all of these medications like that's just not possible I can't I can't do all of this anymore I can't be in this much pain like there's got to be something else so I started exploring alternative medication um and it was a lot of trial and error if I'm being honest which is again another motivation for why I do what I do is because I want to help shorten that time for women um because there's not a lot out there about what to do naturally, um yeah. on your own. And so it was for me, it was an exploration of a lot of different things. Um it was an exploration of uh exercising and you know that health and wellness aspect of it, supplements, eating right, um trying out different diets, um, trying out different ways of eating, trying out different ways of working out, um, seeing what worked for me, what didn't work for me. Um, it was, uh, trying different kinds of yoga. Yoga has been a big part of my journey and figuring out what works for me and like what poses work for me is, um, has been really important. Uh, a lot of it has been doing inner work as well. Um, because what I found, and this is the part that nobody's talking about, you know, any of that other craft, that I'm saying, like you can you can find in a book somewhere, or you know you can figure yeah. it out yourself. Mm-hmm. But what I found as I started getting, I just you know happened to be getting into my own personal spiritual journey at this time as well. Um, and I do I do Reiki. Um, I love crystals, all of those sorts of things. And as I was on that journey, I started to find that. There's a lot of healing that needs to happen in our rooms There's a lot of generational mm-hmm. healing, and I thought I thought that I was exempt from that because I yes. had never I had never been sexually abused. I didn't mm-hmm. have any of that, and I thought that that was just something that was true. If that was part of your experience, mm-hmm. um, and it's not, it's you know can go back to past lives if you believe in past lives. Um, it can. Go back generations of your family. It can, you know, it's held yeah,
0: there. For um, sure. As and, soon as you said generational yeah. healing, I felt that. Right. As soon
1: right. as, <laughs> as soon as she was like, as soon as I got in, I was like, yes, she's talking about the sacral chakra. I fucking love it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's what it is, is getting yes. into that deep healing work of that womb healing, that sacral chakra healing. And that's why I integrate, I integrate hormonal health and soul work because they're so intertwined. Um, yeah, they're so closely linked. And, um, so I, I hope that that answers your question. No, about, that you know, is like here for like perfect.
0: an hour. <laughs> no,
1: that is like perfect. And it's so beautiful. Um, I have, I've also done some like inner work and I got into kundalini yoga. And if you don't know what kundalini yoga is, it's very much about that breath work, that inner work, that kundalini energy that goes all the way up your spine. And so do I have kind of had a similar experience. I started out with meditations and bringing light into my sacral chakra. And then it transitioned into like, Kundalini yoga, we do the sun goddess meditation, is what I call it. And the first time I ever did it, I was like this giant ball of like dark cloudness that I felt come out of me. Yeah. Um, when I had brought this light into my sacral chakra, like I didn't realize as women, we tend to store all of our shit down there, like all <laughs> <Yeah>. of it. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely like doing that and it was like I felt lighter again and then it was just led to kundalini and kundalini has been like life-changing also so <laughs> yeah kundalini is amazing um yeah and I I can feel that and that's something that I always recommend to my clients as well is like recognizing and like listening to your body you know like what you were talking about is you know just that being a, that practice of tuning into your body and listening to yeah. what it's saying yeah. that I know based on, cause yeah, I, women store a lot of emotions in our ovaries in our uterus in our gut and paying mm-hmm. attention to what's happening there. I like, I know what I need to work on. Like, <laughs> you know, I yeah. know what's going on, um, based on what I'm physically feeling. Um, yeah. And that's a big part of it. Um, and that's, that's an amazing step. I love kundalini. <laughs> it's such a workout, though. I kind of avoid it for that reason. <laughs> I'm like, no. Oh, my God. I'm panting. I'm dying. <laughs> no. I like the exact opposite. I've tried other yogas in the past, and I hated it. And then I went to kundalini yoga, and I was like, oh. when I came home. I found the yoga that I love. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: That's really cool. All right. So – last question is about, Mm -hmm. tell me about your ideal client. Like, what does she look like? What, what struggles does she have? How can you help her? What's the transition like? Oh, that's a great question. So my
1: ideal client is a mom, um, just because I love moms and I can relate. (laughs) So, uh, I picture her as a mom, um, you know, she is really overwhelmed. Um, you know, she just feels like she's running a million miles an hour on, like, a hamster wheel, and every day is just, like, the same, and she just feels like she's going through the motions and that there just has to be something better out there. She just craves to have so much more joy in her life because this is can't be all that there is yeah she's tried the self-help she's tried the quick and easy tips that are you know on the magazines she's tried those things go ahead (laughs) Pinterest (laughs) (laughs) yeah Pinterest she's tried the Pinterest and it's just something is not clicking like she just feels like she's missing something like she's just butting up against a wall and this is, this is that wall, <laughs> you know? And so the transformation, uh, my tagline is I help women go from overwhelmed and exhausted to joyfully and fiercely taking control of their life. It's about finding that balance. It's about finding that control, finding that joy. Um, that joy is so important. Um, doing the work that actually helps things. Um, women are such um, they're so perseverant. They, Mm -hmm. you know, they push through anything. And so sometimes that physical pain isn't enough. Sometimes feeling that physical pain from your period isn't enough of a push to do something about it, Mm -hmm. but they're in that emotional pain as well. Um, Mm -hmm. and they just want to get through that. They just want to feel absolutely joyful and magnetic and fierce and all of the things that come with that. Um, they want to be a better example for their children. They want to be the mom that they know their children deserve. They want to go for that raise at work or go for that new goal in their business. Um, and that's, that's what I help them do is get them to a place where they can do that. And they're going to do that. Um, I actually, do you mind if I share a client one real
0: quick? Go for it. Go yeah. For it. I, was I was just talking
1: to a woman this morning and I think this is so relevant to your podcast, knowing your story And she was like, after our first call together, I went out and signed up for online dating. And I've been single for two years after my divorce from an abusive husband. And I've never, I haven't tried dating at all. Um, And so it's, it's those little things that just light us up with so much joy and so much confidence. That's the transformation that I get for my clients. Oh beautiful. I love love it. So cute. Thank you. (laughs) Um, and then the real last question. (laughs) 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 Where is the best place to connect with you, find you, talk to you, have a call with you? Yeah, of course. Um, love that question. Um
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so you can
1: find me a gazillion places. Um kind of. <laughs> so my group uh, is probably the best place to find me. My Facebook group is called The Fierce Feminine Tribe. Um, you can also friend me as a friend on Facebook. Isabel Strelzik. Um, I'm Isabel Strelzik on Instagram as well. No spaces, no dots, no anything like that. Just Isabel Strelzik. <laughs> um, my Instagram's really new, so I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I just watched oh, it this Um, Or if you want to book a free call with me, you can head to bit.ly slash heal your flow. Forward slash, I think. I don't, I don't know what the difference is it's between backslash and forward slash, slash, slash but really slash it. heal your flow. Whatever the normal slashes are that are in web addresses. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Isabel. It was a good talking to you tonight, and yes, I am so looking us. forward to seeing some more awesome content from you. Yes, yeah, we will link.
1: So we will link your um, links in the show notes. So attention for that if you want to connect with isabel thank you so much for popping up here with
0: us thank you. hope you have a fabulous rest of your day thanks for listening to the soul sisters rising podcast we hope you found this episode helpful we would love to hang out with you on facebook just search the soul sisters
1: rising podcast to find us talk, talk to, to you, you next week, week.